Hello, friends. This is Kathleen Maxwell Ramby with The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. And I appreciate you joining me today. For information about my new book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, published newspaper articles, or to contact me, visit my website at www.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. This podcast reaches around the world with listeners in 26 countries, thanks to the monthly gifts from Mary Mitchell Stein, Colin Melissa Johnson, Deanna Carraway, Laura Jane Elder, and Tammy Brown, and special gifts this month from Bill and Patty Johnson. If you want to give, simply click the button that says Patronage or Become a Patron at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the Follow button to be the first to know when new episodes are released. Always remember, don't just listen. Partner with God and practice. Well, before we get started on the lesson today or the podcast, I just want to say a big hello to some of the listeners from around the world. Uh, my listeners in Thailand, my listeners in Taiwan, my listeners in Australia, um, all of you. I just appreciate hearing from you. Spain, Ireland, those are just some of the ones this, this month that um, have been listening. I can't tell who listens, but I can tell where you're from. And so it just always excites me to have people from all over join join in for this podcast. Today, I want to share with you about freedom from two fears that I struggled with in my life. And you know, I am passionate about helping and wanting people to understand about the freedom that's out there. So many times we're held captive to fears and we don't really know them. We haven't really pinpointed them, but I really have just seen how those fears have kept me, how fear has been something that kept me in a lot of bondage in my own life. And I just wanna share from my heart just some of the things and scriptures that the Lord has shown me and just what His heart is for us to be free from fear because fear can be paralyzing and you know it says in the Bible do you know that there are 365 times that it says that's quite a bit uh, fear not and so I think it's big on God's heart that we understand that fear is not something God has has for us so One of the common fears I think that holds people back and is a fear of believing again and a fear of being hurt. I've talked with several people and ministered to different people just this week alone and they have expressed just fears that they have struggled with. And, um, you know, it, it, in a way, it is so... Um, disheartening because the enemy keeps people tries to keep people captive and Jesus said that he's come so that we can have life and life abundantly and he's come so that we can have freedom Uh, years ago I went through just a very difficult month after month of just major obstacles in my life there were some family heartaches there was a divorce in the family and then another family heartache that was just gut-wrenching. Um, our new car got stolen. We hadn't even owned it 48 hours, and it was stolen. And it was a, 
you know, one of the first new cars, we were a struggling family, one of the first new cars we had had. Then a very close friend of ours suddenly died and was gone and it was something, somebody that we did stuff with weekly. Um, our baby got pneumonia and that was just, that was just scary. The next thing that happened was one of my kids came home with pink eye and then all my kids got pink eye and then my daughter, when her pink eye cleared up, went to a slumber party and came back with lice because they had played with the bird. And so, I mean, by that time, I was just a puddle of tears because it was like one thing after another. And in the middle of that, my husband and I were really working, late husband and I were really working on our marriage and it was a struggle. And it just seemed like there was just not ever a break in these obstacles. And it became hard. It became hard to believe and trust God again. And I was much younger in my faith and trust in God. God was beginning to teach me about trusting Him at a whole different level. Now, what was interesting about this is I had been a Christian for over 20 years at this point in my life. So you would have thought that I would have understood that fear was not my friend. And, you know, but that by that time I could trust God in my life, but it just wasn't the case. I had a lot of intellectual knowledge, but not a lot of heart knowledge. And I'm so thankful that God, in the midst of all these difficulties, began to work a trust in me and began to work things in me and work things out of me. But, you know, I saw that it was just hard to believe him. And in that just even acknowledging that was a big part of freedom and so i just want you you know to to be aware that acknowledging that you have a fear is not a weakness it's a beginning to your freedom and what happens is fear whispers lies to us it lies to us oftentimes and here's the truth i want you to listen to this the voice you believe is the one that you follow I'm going to say that again. The voice you believe is the one that you follow. And it's so important that we know what God's Word says and know what He has to say and that His desire is for us to be free. You know, in these difficulties, um, what happened is I had a lot of walls around my heart. And... In each one of these, as hard as they were, they kind of began chipping away at my self-erected walls of protection that I'd put around myself to keep me from getting hurt. I'd put around myself to try to protect me, but they also, those walls, kept me from loving people well, and it also those walls kept me from receiving God's love. And God in His kindness and His mercy just gently one by one began to work with me and he showed me that he was more able to protect me and that I could trust in his love for me. I could trust that he really, I was learning of his love in a whole different way. It wasn't just a head knowledge, it was in my heart. And so I wanna ask you a question, are you afraid to believe again? You know, maybe you've been held captive by doubt and unbelief like I was. And trial after trial can sometimes lead you to lose faith if we're not careful. And that's when we need others to cheer us on. We need others to help us believe again. And we need others to walk with us 
that know God and can help us become all that God's created us to be. Uh, sometimes we need others to pull us out of that trap of disappointments. And for me, it had been disappointment after disappointment after disappointment, and I was weary. Um, in that place, though, as I went and just confessed to friends, tr close, trusted friends, that I was having a hard time trusting God and believing Him. I knew it was in the Word. I knew it was there. You know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own, own understanding. That's Proverbs 3. Um, in all your ways, acknowledge Him and He'll direct your path. And I can tell you now that God really directed my path in that time. And there were people that um, could encourage me in my walk of faith. You know, another fear that I struggled with was a fear of being hurt again. You know, when we love like Jesus does unconditionally, we open ourselves up to being hurt by others. And that flies in the face of our logic to protect ourselves. But Jesus opened his heart. He loved those around him. He loved his disciples. They, one of, a couple of them betrayed him. Jesus loved unconditionally. And that is our example. And, you know, unconditional love says there is no condition you have to fulfill for me to love you. Unconditional love just loves. And loving like Jesus, you know, can open our heart to hurt. Jesus was hanging on the cross and he was crucified. And it's easy, I think, in times like this to hide behind the walls that we erect to protect ourselves. But what also happens is these walls imprison us. But the good news is that when we take down those walls, and we love unconditionally, we can experience a love that we have never known before. And we open ourselves up to a freedom to be loved by others. And people are going to let us down. Uh, people have let me down, that's for sure. But I'd a whole lot rather live a life of loving others and take that risk than not living a life with love. I don't ever want to go back to how fear kept me captive and how those self-erected walls kept me from giving love, but more importantly, receiving love from, from my Heavenly Father. God was right there wanting me to receive His love, wanting me to know how much I could trust in His love, even in the midst of trials. And, you know, life is too short to have walls around our hearts. And I really can tell you that from my own experience and I'm no I'm nobody really special I'm a pretty ordinary girl from Texas and I feel like if I can get this if God can do this for me he can do it for absolutely anybody anybody and I think the big thing is just partnering with him and saying Lord if there are walls around my heart I want you to take them down Lord I want to receive your love for me. I want to trust in the God who loves me more than anybody on this earth. I trust you, Lord. I confess that I have put walls around my heart. I confess that I have had 
a fear of trusting you or fear of believing you or fear of getting hurt when we just go and we open our hearts and we confess and repent God is so gracious to forgive us and repentance is just turning the turning around turning the other way and so but I think that there's so many Christians that preach about the love of God but don't really live it in giving and opening their hearts to it and Jesus talked about if we wanted to be great in the kingdom of God he challenges us in Matthew 18 verses 2 through 4 it says he called a little child and had him stand among them and he said I'll tell you the truth unless you become like little children you will never enter the kingdom of heaven therefore whoever humbles himself like a child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven little children live with open hearts to love um, you know their hearts are pure and they fully trust and Jesus admonishes us to be childlike I just had the privilege of keeping three of my grandchildren so my daughter and son-in-law could go away and I'm telling you I loved being around the kids and just seeing their open hearts um, I talked to one of my grandsons this morning and he had been with me all last week and he said Max I miss you so much I miss you so much and just seeing you know how he would just hug on me and my little granddaughter too there was just nothing they just love with open arms and they love fully trusting they fully trusted us and you know it's not like we see them every day we live four hours apart and you know there there's some um my little grandson has type 1 diabetes and so his mom has to take care his mom and dad have to take care of a lot of things but his heart is so trusting he just trusted his max and it was neat how god's grace was was just there but i loved seeing the open hearts of kids and that's how jesus wants us to live he wants to to live with that childlike faith and that full trust and loving just with all of our hearts you know there's just was nothing like them them running in every morning and hugging me and wanting to sit in my lap and you know just cuddle and anyway little treasures that that I have you know the problem that we all face in life is we encounter sinful people people that are dishonest people that are unkind people that betray us insecure leaders um, a spouse that hurts us and we build and just throw away our childlike wonder and our vulnerability we just throw it away like we toss it into the wind and yet I think God is wanting to draw us back to that draw us back to that and um, you know it says in Philippians for be anxious for nothing be anxious for nothing but by prayer make your petitions known to the Lord and so I just want to challenge you I want to challenge even myself um, for all of us to humble ourselves and be vulnerable to love and to be loving to others and so I want to ask you how childlike are you
and how vulnerable are you? The beauty is God's healing is here when we realize that we have self-erected walls and we repent of not trusting Him. And the beauty is God is right there to help us. And so I just want to encourage you to ask God for help to tear down any walls you've erected around your heart to help you love unconditionally those around you, those that have been difficult to love. We've all got those people in our life. And to love like a child. Ask the Lord to help us ask you. You ask the Lord to help you love unconditionally. I'm asking the Lord, help me to love that way. And we could be such a powerful force of love that transforms our communities, transforms our state, transforms the world around us. God has so much for you to do and for me to do. And he's looking for people that just say, yes, I trust you, Daddy. I trust you, Daddy God. I know you're here for me and to partner with him. And so I just want you to, to say this phrase with me. And just repeat after me. Say, life is too short to coddle my fear. Say it again. Life is too short to coddle any fear. And I want you to remember that the voice you believe is the one you're going to follow. And so trust the voice of the Lord. Trust what He has to say about you and to you because he loves you so much and and he wants us to believe he wants us to trust him with everything and so let's just uh, close with a prayer father i thank you for each listener i bless them to be all that you've called them to be i ask that lord you just help each of us to live with open hearts to you and father just take down any walls that we have around our hearts so that we can receive love so that we can give love to those around us and lord so that we can be all that you've called us to be father just in the areas where lord people need to learn to believe again and they have a fear of believing and trusting because of hurts because of disappointments Lord, restore that childlike innocence and that wonder. And Lord, where they have a fear of being hurt, I ask for healing to flow. Your healing to flow because you're a good God and you love us dearly. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next week.